Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about remote work, and I know that remote work is not really a new thing, but I still think it's challenging enough for many of us that if you are building a team that's located anywhere in the world, and I am a big fan of taking advantage of different geographies to help scale something from the ground up, find exceptional people to work with you in every single corner of the globe. We have the tools like Upwork and TopTal and Fiverr uh, to allow us to do that right now. So if we're going to build a business with people everywhere, we have to learn how to basically build remote teams. And of course, COVID further enforced the absolute necessity to be able to build and work remotely. Now, remote is a way of working that really allows employees to work from everywhere. We know this. There's no more need for a commute to a physical office. Remote work can offer tons of benefits for employees and employers, increased flexibility, productivity, diversity, cost savings. However, as we've all come to realize, it comes with a ton of challenges. And not just business challenges, isolation, communication difficulties, lack of supervision, blurred boundaries between work and personal life. So it's really important to manage remote teams effectively by doing a few of the things that I'm going to highlight in the next few minutes. But ultimately, it comes down to establishing clear expectations, providing regular feedback, fostering collaboration, and supporting employee well-being. So let's break down these four points in greater detail so that you can really get a handle on managing your remote team effectively because I really do believe this is one of the most important business things to accomplish and take on in 2023. The first thing we have to think about is how to establish clear expectations and goals for remote workers. So one of these main challenges is that it's difficult to monitor and evaluate employee performance without direct supervision. Therefore, it's essential to establish clear expectations and goals for remote workers so that they know what is expected of them and how they will be measured. Some examples of how to communicate expectations and set SMART goals, and if you've never heard of SMART goals, uh, they are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and anchored within a time frame. So how do we actually set these goals for remote workers? Well, first, we have to set up communication channels. So we have to choose the best tools and platforms for communication with your remote team, such as email, chat, video, etc. Communicate frequently and consistently with your team and provide them with feedback, guidance, and recognition. But consistency is important because you're not going to see them around the office. You also have to agree on working hours. So remote workers may have different schedules and time zones than their managers and their colleagues. So it's important to agree on a common working hour window when everyone is available for meetings or collaboration. You have to respect your remote workers and personal times and avoid contacting them outside of those working hours. Not everything has to be done in sync. You can do stuff asynchronously, meaning, uh, for example, I send you an email and you answer it tomorrow, but some time for collaboration is very important. Set these hours and black out the personal time ahead of time so everyone knows when it's appropriate to contact each other. You have to establish clear targets and outcomes. So remote workers need to have a clear understanding of what they need to achieve and how their work contributes to the organization's goals. Again, use SMART criteria, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound to set realistic and meaningful goals for your remote workers. 
track their progress using tools like project management software or spreadsheets. I'll list a few uh, in a couple seconds. And then have routine discussions about well-being. We're going to speak about well-being in greater detail in a little bit, but we have to reinforce that remote work is super stressful and isolating. So it's important to check in with your team regularly about their mental health and well-being. Ask them how they're coping with their work, their remote work, if they weren't used to working remote before, loneliness, distractions, burnout, work-life balance, whatever it is that you have to check in with them, do it regularly. You can have a KPI or performance check-in, but then you can also have like a human-to-human check-in. Actually, with some of my old sales teams, I like to actually set aside half an hour bi-weekly for like a human-to-human check-in, like how's life, how's it going? And then I would do a pipeline review later on. Very specific focus on KPIs. I did not like to blend those two meetings because what's going to happen is you're either going to speak about business too much and completely forget about the personal human component of the person you're trying to build a relationship with. Or if there's difficult business discussions, human nature, we're going to have the easy conversations. We're going to speak about how their weekend was. or And I know some personal conversations are not easy, but say they are, it's very easy to just uh, focus on the good stuff in someone's life. And maybe we don't have as much time to review why you're not hitting your numbers or why your your projects aren't complete on time. So there's importance in routine discussion so that you check in on the actual person, not just their attainment to business KPIs. And then, of course, you have to provide them with the support and resources to help manage your stress levels. A few very useful tools that you can use to help with remote work, communication, and goal setting. Of course, Google Drive. Uh, if you aren't using this, you're not using some sort of cloud drive right now, uh, you're definitely falling behind, but you create, share, and edit documents, spreadsheets, presentations, everything. Proofhub is an all-in-one work management software that allows you to manage all your tasks, documents, and communications in one place. You can set deadlines, assign roles, track progress, give feedback, chat with team members there. Process Street is a collaboration tool that helps you create and manage processes. You can create checklists, workflows, templates, forms, and other types of things that will help you standardize your remote work operations or SOPs. Slack, a messaging platform that lets you communicate with your remote team in real time. Uh, you can create channels for different topics or projects, send direct messages or group chats, share files or links, make video or voice calls. Uh, it integrates with a lot of other tools as well. Uh, Lucidchart is a great diagramming tool that helps you visualize complex ideas and processes. You can create flowcharts, mind maps, org charts, wireframes, mockups. Zoom, of course, video conferencing tool lets you host online meetings with your remote team. Uh, LastPass is very important for security, cybersecurity. Uh, It allows you to share passwords securely with your remote team. You can create a vault for each team member, generate strong passwords, and autofill them on websites. And Zapier is an awesome automation tool that helps you connect different apps and services together. You can create workflows or what they call zaps that trigger actions based on certain events or conditions. Uh, For example, you can automatically send a Slack message when a new task is created in Trello and add a new contact to MailChimp when they fill out a form on the website and so on and so forth. Uh, Next point, provide regular feedback and recognition to remote workers. Uh, This is a key aspect of managing a remote team. Feedback helps remote workers improve their performance, learn from their mistakes, align their work with the organization's goals. Recognition also always helps people, not just remote workers, but just people feel valued, motivated, and engaged. And I'm going to actually pause for a second. You're going to notice that a lot of the things that I'm reiterating here, some of them are are hyper-specific to remote work, but some of them are just great management, leadership, business lessons. Feedback should already be incorporated into your day-to-day. 
just make sure you're purposeful about it because if you do have people that are remote, sometimes they're not top of mind because they're not physically within five feet of your desk. So you got to make sure that you build it into your day. Um, some examples of how to give good feedback, constructive feedback, celebrate achievements, um, use multiple channels. So remote workers may prefer different modes of communication or feedback, email, chat, phone, video. Use all the different channels to deliver feedback and recognition to the remote worker and match the channel with the type and tone of feedback. For example, use video calls for more personal or sensitive feedback. Use chat or email for quick praise or appreciation. Um, be specific and be timely. The people that you work with need clear and actionable feedback that tells them what they did well, what they need to improve, and how they can do it. Give feedback as soon as possible after observing a behavior or an outcome and avoid vague or general statements. For example, instead of saying good job on the report, say, I really liked how you organized that report with clear headings and bullet points. It made it easy to follow your main points. Another strategy when delivering feedback, again, this is in the context of remote, uh, but it's just a great business lesson, is to use what's called the sandwich method. When you're providing negative feedback to remote workers, use the sandwich method, which starts with a positive, then gives a negative, and then ends with another positive. So the key with this particular strategy is to not end the conversation with the worker dwelling on the negative. For example, instead of saying you missed a deadline for the project, you say something along the lines of, I appreciate your hard work on that project. However, you missed a deadline by two days, which affects our client's satisfaction. Next time, please let me know in advance if you need more time or resources. I'm confident that you can deliver high quality work. I've seen it before. Um, encourage peer recognition. So isolation is a big issue with remote work. Uh, it's easy to feel disconnected. It is important to encourage peer recognition amongst your remote team members. So peer recognition can boost morale, teamwork, uh, trust amongst your remote workers. If you want to introduce peer recognition into your remote team, encourage them to give each other positive feedback, even for little things. So this could be as simple as an email thanking a coworker or a shout out during a virtual meeting is built into the culture of the organization. And lastly, just dovetailing off that, celebrate wins publicly. So remote workers usually feel, I mean, I, I feel this, uh, you don't get a lot of visibility when you're just stuck in your house. So if you feel like you're not getting visibility or recognition, you have to remedy that as, as the business leader. It's important to celebrate wins publicly with your team. Public recognition can increase motivation, loyalty, pride. Um, some ways to celebrate wins publicly, company email threats, um, sharing messages in public chat rooms, having a dedicated written space for recognition or gratitude, using software services similar to performance review software for ongoing positive praise, uh, creating regular time to celebrate wins in teams or all hands meetings. Uh, actually, I'll give you two platforms that do this very, very well. Um, Kudos is a great software. It's an online platform that allows you to send and receive recognition from your remote team. You can create custom awards, badges, points, certificates, to celebrate achievements, share them on social or an internal dashboard, as well as Engagedly, which is a performance management software that helps you track and improve your remote team's engagement productivity and performance and you can use it to set goals conduct surveys give feedback and recognize your remote team members with gamification elements like leaderboards badges or rewards the next thing you have to keep top of mind is to always be fostering collaboration and communication amongst your remote working team so one of the main challenges of remote work is that it can reduce opportunities for spontaneous and informal interactions 
that really help foster creativity, trust, camaraderie. Therefore, it's super important to provide examples of how to use online tools such as video conferencing, chat platforms, project management tools, apps, whatever, to help facilitate teamwork and workflow. For example, you can use video calls for brainstorming sessions, chat groups to share ideas and feedback, apps like Trello or Asana for tracking progress and deadlines. Another major challenge of remote work, and I've alluded to this before, that it's harder to create a sense of belonging and shared purpose amongst employees who may have different backgrounds, cultures, time zones. It's super important to create a team culture that values collaboration, feedback, and recognition. This instills a strong company vision, mission, uh, set clear team goals, celebrate achievements. Um, and a third challenge of remote work is that it can, uh, like I alluded to before again, increase the risk of isolation and loneliness. So it's important to encourage social interaction amongst remote workers. Again, have a digital water cooler uh, where they can informally share personal stories, basically build in non-work virtual team building activities. They're tough to really get people to buy into, um, but even like little things like having non-work related topics in your Slack, like hobbies or pets or host online trivia nights or karaoke sessions or, or send care packages or gift cards to your team members. Um, these are all things that help. They're not perfect, but they help. And when you add up all these little things that help, you end up building a, a not bad culture and it can be, it can end up being quite good. Um, and the last thing that you have to think about is uh, supporting the well-being and development of remote workers. So you have to offer flexibility to these people um, that are in different time zones. So you can allow, for example, if it works, to allow employees to choose their preferred working hours or adjust their workload according to their personal circumstances, take breaks when needed. For example, you can implement a flexible work policy that outlines the core hours and deliverables for each role. Trust your employees to manage their own time and productivity. Trust the output. That's what's important. It's not how many hours are sitting in a chair. It's are they getting the thing done that has to get done. Uh, promote work-life balance by helping employees set boundaries between work and personal life. Uh, you have to you have to lead by example. You have to lead by encouraging them to take care of their physical and mental health. Um, you can, as a leader, as a boss, as a manager, whatever, you can avoid sending emails or messages outside of work hours. Provide wellness resources or programs such as meditation apps or online fitness classes. Uh, you should also provide tons of learning opportunities. Again, this is all about upskilling the individual across all areas of their life. So you can offer uh, regular feedback yourself, coaching, mentoring. You can support career growth and development. Uh, you can facilitate knowledge sharing amongst workers. For example, you can conduct performance reviews or check-ins via video calls, assign mentors or buddies to new hires or junior staff members, create a learning budget or platform for online courses or certifications, and organize webinars or workshops where employees can share their expertise or best practices. And some examples of wellness resources that you should actually tap into I mentioned online fitness classes that can help your employees stay active. You can offer access to online platforms such as Peloton, ClassPass. Uh, YouTube has a ton of stuff. If you even put in effort in finding stuff for your team, um, maybe that would be well appreciated. Virtual meditations that can help employees relax, focus, and cope with stress. Uh, you can host a live or recorded session via Zoom. Um, you can provide subscriptions to apps like Headspace or Calm or Insight Timer that have uh, guided meditations for different purposes. And then for mental health support, you can provide access to uh, online counseling, such as uh, BetterHelp or Talkspace or Lyra that connects employees with licensed therapists uh, via chat, phone, and video. Let's just summarize this. 
Remote teams require effective leadership, and it's not easy. It requires incredible management to help the company, the team member succeed in all of their goals, their personal and their professional goals, which will ultimately let the company succeed in their in their goals. So some of the essential tips for managing a remote team, just to make sure that we're all on the same page, communicate clearly and frequently, focus on results rather than processes, balance work life and distractions, empower team members to work independently, show empathy, show understanding for situations, create opportunities for social interaction and bonding. And by following these practices, you are essentially creating a culture that is supportive of a remote environment. You are starting to overcome some of the challenges of a remote team, and you're going to create a, a productive and happy group of people that will hopefully grow your business and grow uh, in their own personal lives while they're you know, lending their time to you. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-Minute MBA.